Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, welcome to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle and I am One Organized Mama. Episode number 36. One Organized Mama turns one year old this week. October 25th, 2019, I hit the publish button on my very first podcast episode, and it was scary. That's what I'm going to be talking to you about today. When you have something that you want to try, maybe it's a new venture or a business idea, or maybe you're just starting out on your own journey, maybe with organization or a promotion or whatever it is, there are some things that can happen along the way. I'm going to be talking to you about those things as well as getting pretty personal like I like to do and being pretty dang honest as well. So let's get started. Okay. So whatever it is, you have something and you you want you want to go do it. You have this great idea or you're ready to make that big change in your life or you're going to get ready to take that leap of faith. All right. I'm going to tell you something super embarrassing about myself. Like really embarrassing. I have a debilitating fear of water. It is so bad that like, I mean, it embarrasses my husband. He's a Southern California guy who grew up like on the beach. He doesn't get how afraid of the water that I am. My fear of the water probably stemmed from childhood where I came from a community and or a family that didn't really, I mean, swim lessons for kids was not something that we did. You taught kids how to swim by throwing them in the deep end of the pool and making them figure it out themselves. Now, I was kind of I was kind of an anxious kid, so they I don't actually remember them doing this to me, but I do watching them do it to other kids. And so I think I was always super afraid of being tossed into the deep end of the pool and not knowing what to do. And um also in my little neighborhood or neighborhoods growing up, The other very common thing that happened with kids was we had a public pool, so a city-run pool, and it was super cheap to get in there. And parents didn't, this is how it worked. Like if you were lucky enough to find a ride to the pool and you had like $3 on you, which was like a dollar to get in, and then like $2 for a Coke and a hot dog, like that was like super awesome. So like you would find someone's parent that was like agreed to take you and a bunch of kids, drop you off at the public swimming pool and leave. So yeah, like the parents didn't necessarily like stay with us um, at the pool. They expected the lifeguards to watch us. They were like, yeah, we, they'll be fine, whatever. 
So that's how I kind of grew up. So that was my introduction to like water and water safety is um, just being thrown into a pool or being dropped off at a pool with a bunch of neighborhood kids. So I didn't ever get proper swimming lessons or instructions. And I'm just too proud to actually go and do swim lessons as an adult. I mean, I can get by enough because when I was about 17... This fear was so debilitating that I couldn't go, it wasn't until I was 17, until I could go into the deep end of a swimming pool. It was with the encouragement of one of my cousins and a few floaties that I was able to make my way to the deep end of the swimming pool and kind of tread water. I didn't want my children to have the same fear, so I made sure that they did proper swimming lessons from a very early age, and all three of my children, thankfully, have not adopted my fear. In fact, they're fantastic swimmers. But this fear is something that even though it is, it is literally debilitating at times, it's something that I have continuously worked on throughout the years. A couple of years ago, we went with some friends on vacation to St. Thomas, so in the Caribbean, and everyone was like, woohoo, we're going to go snorkeling and see shipwrecks and turtles, and and I was just like, I'll just go along for the ride. I'll stay on the boat. But then I thought, you know what? Over the years, I have done a bit of snorkeling, but like snorkeling where you could stand up in the water, um, and so I was like, all right, I'll go. And so everyone just like, you know, jumps off the boat and they're doing whatever they do in the water. And I'm very honest. I, again, I don't feel like I have anything to be ashamed of. I have a fear of the water. Like I know some people that have fear, like fears of like going on a dance floor or dancing in front of other people or speaking in front of other people. Those are not my fears or starting a business, not my fear. So I, I'm pretty practical and realistic and like, hey, even though I might get made fun of for my fear, that's okay. You know what? I can can handle it. And so I made my way off this boat with a life jacket, two noodle floaties in that ridiculous scuba mask that is like, you don't actually put it in your mouth. It like covers your whole face. Everyone made fun of me again. And I was like, you know what? I got some thick skin. Go do your thing. Leave me alone. And so I told the crew from the boat, I have this fear, but I would like to try to get in the water if you have someone who's super patient with me. So they were super cool. They gave me one of their crew members. That crew member helped me kind of get in the water. I spent about 10 minutes in the water. I felt like I was about 14 miles up, you know, in deep water. I I would guess I was supposed to be like looking at a turtle or a shipwreck or something. I didn't look at anything. I was just focused on, oh my gosh, I'm in super deep water and I'm away from like anything that I can actually stand on. But I'm grateful I did it. Was not something that I super, super loved to do. I spent about 10 minutes and I made my way back to the boat and then I was totally fine. You know, I was proud of myself that I actually took that leap of faith. So the first thing I want you to realize about when you are taking your own leap of faith, one of the things that is going to happen and you're going to experience is massive anxiety. So that's the first point I want to make. Just like me standing 
next to a body of water and getting ready to jump in and taking that leap into the water, I face those same fears, the self-doubt, all of the things that could go wrong. And when I finally get myself to the point where I close my eyes and I just jump in, there is that initial shock of, holy crap, what have I just done? Until I start to move around and I stay in there and then I eventually get used to it. So that's how I've tried to overcome my fear of the water. Just like trying to overcome my fear of starting my own podcast. I didn't have any idea that you could do a podcast on your own. And so I did some research, realized how to do it, took that leap of faith, jumped in. And even though I had that holy crap moment when I pushed that publish button, it was okay. It's actually been okay. So I've spent this year kind of treading water, getting used to it. And you know what? It's kind of getting easier as time goes by. So just know that anxiety that you feel absolutely and completely normal. The next thing that is normal is that you might actually have a little bit of bravado and you're like, hey, I'm getting ready for this great launch. I'm going to go and start this business. I'm going to do whatever. Well, the other thing that kind of happens, or even if you don't have that bravado and you're just like, all right, screw it. I'm going to pull the trigger and I'm going to just get it done. Well, at first you'll get like a little bit of a response and then you're like super excited. But a lot of times that response, like for instance, if you put a announcement on your social media, you'll get like likes from friends and family and then crickets. It's like you hear crickets, unless you're already a really established business. But, and then you freak out because you think, oh no, no one is paying attention. No one is listening. What have I done? I'm a complete failure. I just need to like, this panic sets in where you're like, I just need to stop. Let me just erase it. Pretend that never happened. Pretend that I never did that. Well, that's the treading water part. That's the part where you just get in and you're just getting used to it. And it takes time to build momentum. And persistence is key in this. I've had to learn if I want to get a following and if I want to share my message through my podcast, persistence is key. I have to keep recording episodes, even if I feel like no one is listening. And then eventually people start to listen. And that's been one of the most wonderful, wonderful things about getting out there and taking that leap of faith into a new venture. So the next thing that I want you to know is you will have regret. And just like I said, it might be like, oh, wow, no one's paid attention. No one's buying. No one's hiring me. No one's paying attention to what I've just done. Um, Retreat, retreat, retreat. Just hit the delete button and just pretend that it never happened again. But I'm here to tell you, regret is a normal thing, but do not hit the delete button. I have been so grateful on what my message, how my message has resonated with so many people. I mean, think about it. I'm in an industry where image is everything. I am up against people that are like, 
I mean, they, what they portray in the home organizing and professional organizing world is pretty impressive. And here I am with my message about, you know what, let's be real, let's be honest. And yeah, that's not a message that's going to resonate with everybody, but I'm grateful because it does resonate with some people. And the reason why it resonates is my next point. It's because I really insist on being honest and truthful with you. Even though this is extremely difficult. And again, I'm going to get personal here. I've been very personal about my journey in 2020. I feel like we kind of got hit everywhere, every way we could in 2020. I had the senior graduating in college. I had the one kid getting married. I have the other kid we're homeschooling. And we also have the law enforcement thing to deal with. And I have hesitated recording episodes when I was really in the depths of dealing with what we have dealt with as a law enforcement community. And it was hard to record a podcast episode when it feels like the whole world hates us. And I know that sounds a little pitiful, but I mean, let me tell you, a lot of the world has hated on us um, this summer in these past few months. It's been absolutely unreal. um, The messages of hate that we've received from people on social media and I will, and they're actual people. Like the saddest part about this is that I'll look at who sent this hateful message and it's like, this mom with like snuggling her kids in her Facebook photo or this dad planting a garden, you know, with his children. And I'm like, these are parents. These are parents. These are people who are trolling people who they don't know their story. They don't know their struggles and sending the most hideous messages of hate to them. We've had our home targeted So we've had neighbors who have um, left signs full of hate in our yard, Um, again, targeted on social media, Um, every which way we've had, um, I've had clients um, post things that were just full of hate. I've had friends and family members um, absolutely turn their backs on us this year. And I mean, a struggle like I've I've real and I've been through some stuff in my life, but this has been a struggle unlike anything of other because people are so justified in their hate. And let me tell you, hate is hate. I don't care who you're hating on or what you're hating on, hate is hate. And um the reason I'm being honest about this is because it's hard to put yourself out there and be like, yeah, my husband's a cop knowing that you're going to get trolled, knowing that your business is going to get attacked and putting yourself out there. But here's here's where I'm finally coming to. I feel like I'm coming to the other side of this. It really isn't about me. If If there are those of you out there that can't listen to a podcast episode from a cop's wife, that's not my problem. That's yours. If you're a person who sends hate to another human being, um, and you want to justify that hate, um, that's not my problem. That's yours. Um, I'm just not going to back down again because what my husband does for a living is a noble and incredible thing. 
I wish I could share what his eyes and his mind and his heart encounter on a daily basis. You do not want to know the evil that is out there in this world. You do not want to know what people do to each other or to innocent victims in this world. And I am so unbelievably proud of the work that my husband does and the men and women who serve their communities. 99.99% of them are good human beings. And to live in America right now as a law enforcement family is unreal. I mean, my, my children have encountered it from teachers. Um, again, we've, we've had it from neighbors, friends, family. It's unreal. It's kind of sad that people can be so influenced and instead of like really looking at the facts of things. And again, I, I know I risk putting myself out there and even sharing this and being truthful and honest. But you know what? Again, if if hate is in your heart and you're one of those people that can justify the hate, then I, I pray for you. I pray for you. And I hope you keep listening because I feel like I have a pretty positive message. But you know what? There's probably not a lot of hope there. So you can go. And my message isn't for you. And you know what, as far as sending me more messages of hate, I I pretty much have seen it all. I've been called everything. My husband's been called everything. And my children have endured some pretty heinous things. So the reason I'm sharing this with you is because, again, I, I, I have struggled with this. Again, it's hard when the world is justified in their actions and their hate um, against you. And here you are putting yourself in this like baby you've created as your small business and you're putting it out there in the world, knowing that it too is going to be the target of justified hate. But you know what? You can't live your life in fear. And again, that hate says so much more about the person it's coming from than it does about me. And so thank you for teaching me that lesson for those of you out there who've uh, called me all those wonderful names. Um, Thank you, because you've given me the strength to be even more truthful and honest. So I hope that resonates with some of you. But I like the fact that being truthful and honest, again, even in the home organizing world, is helpful to so many people because Organization is ultimately about setting up systems in your home. It's not about trying to impress other people. And that brings me to my next point is that you're going to be plagued by the P word perfection. You're going to have that kind of haunt you. You're going to go over and over and over something, whether it's on your mind or on paper you're going to change, you're going to have a million different iterations of whatever it is that you're doing before you put yourself out there. And I'm here to tell you that perfection actually doesn't exist. It doesn't matter if you have the most perfect product, the most perfect project, the most perfect whatever intentions, anything. 
there will still be someone that will come by and they're going to pick it apart because it's not perfect in their books. And again, just like I've just dealt with my critics who hate what my husband does for a living, it's not your problem, it's theirs. But you have to stop being your own worst critic, just like I can be to myself. Let go of the idea of perfection. Sometimes just being done is good enough. And then you put whatever it is out there and then you can grow, you can learn, which brings me to my next point is you will make mistakes. And guess what? The great thing is about mistakes is you will learn from them. I did that when I started One Organized Mama. I did, I think I've told you guys, like some of my first clients, like I was like, oh, I can organize your whole house in six hours. And like <laughs> three and a half hours in, I'd like unlo- unpack like six boxes. Um, and so I had to learn. I was like, don't give people a time frame, you know, like that. Or, you know, I learned how to manage client expectations through that. I learned from my mistakes. Was that client happy with me? No. Did that client hire me back? No. That's okay because I learned from that experience and I made myself better and I moved on and I grew my business. Same thing I've learned with this podcast. So many times I've, you know, I've learned the hard way, like for instance, having a guest speaker on my podcast, the very first one that I ever had, um, I didn't tell her like, hey, you need to sit in a very quiet spot or I think she wore like headphones or something. And so we learned the hard way. You can't wear headphones and record because it does something with the audio. Made a mistake, learned from it, moved on. Um, I've had it where my phone, you know, I didn't have the ringer off on my phone. And then, a, you know, you can hear my phone in the background. I do record my podcast at my home. Um, I generally record it in a, in a quiet spot. And you will occasionally hear like some background noises. I'm not in a studio right now. Um, I do hope to kind of, again, learn from my mistakes and move forward. But you'll hear my dog barking in the distance every once in a while. He does that like lazy bark where he barks every three seconds. And I've had sometimes when he kind of is just at it, I have to like stop and wait for him to finish his lazy bark before I can start recording again. And so mistakes are going to happen. Things are going to happen. And the final thing I want to say to you is that even though those mistakes happen, people are amazing. Just like true friends, you're going to have true fans. You're going to put something out there and People are going to love it. You will have your fans, whether it's a a project, a product, a new venture, whether it's a personal journey, again, like a weight loss journey or organizing journey, whatever it is, you're going to have your fans. And even though you're not doing it for other people per se, it's not just to please other people. Um, maybe you're putting something out there in the world that is you want to help other people, but you can't be a people pleaser. The wonderful thing is people are very kind. And there's four people that I want to mention real quickly who've been extremely kind to me with this podcast. Christopher, Sydney, Kimberly, and Olivia. 
These are four people that during my podcast journey have really reached out to me and I've had conversations with, and I've even gotten to know some of them a little bit better. Um, And they've just been phenomenal and I'm so grateful. And all of your kind words, I have absolutely taken to heart. And even though I've struggled and I'm like, the whole world hates us, but I still remember some of the kind words that you guys have said to me. I love the fact that you'll point out a specific episode or point out something specific that I I have spoken about, and that means the absolute world to me. So I am so grateful for everyone who's listened to this podcast. I am so thankful for you joining me on this journey. I'm not a huge podcast. I'm still a little small baby podcast. I'm so grateful that um, it's helped grow my business. I've I'm coaching some of you on uh, through some of my classes. I, it's been really a joy to meet some of you face to face and actually get to hear your stories and what your journeys are and to connect with you on that. And I'm going to start asking at the end of each episode for a call to action. So again, I appreciate those of you who send me messages um, through social media on Facebook and Instagram for the One Organized Mama and also send me emails. But because we're in this culture, like everything needs like a rating or review, For those of you that feel like you've really learned something from my podcast, if you would do me a huge favor and write me a review. Um, Again, I'm kind of new at this, so I don't know super how much it works, but I know for like Apple Podcasts, which is the platform that I listen to my favorite podcasts on, you can go on and you can do a rating and review. And that just helps me spread the message. I feel like I have a pretty unique message I'm pretty dang honest. I really want to help a lot of people on their time management and organizing journey. So if there is something specific that has helped you or that you've heard, if you wouldn't mind just taking a few minutes and writing a review for me, that would mean the world to me because that's how this world works. You have to have reviews, even though you know, I, sometimes I hate the whole review thing, but whatever, it is what it is. And I just, that way, again, I can reach a wider audience. I can reach more people. And again, I just want to thank you so much for joining me on my journey and just want to reiterate some of these points. So again, whether it's a personal journey or a journey in your business or your professional life, I just want to remind you that these things are very normal. You're going to have massive anxiety, but you're still going to take that leap of faith. Just think of me taking that leap into that body of water where my feet could not touch the ground. So that is the kind of courage I want to inspire you to have is that if Janelle could jump in that big body of water you can jump in and take that leap of faith in whatever you're doing. I want you to remember that even though it feels like there's crickets in the beginning and no one's listening, I want you to keep at it because I promise you, you will reach who you intend to reach. 
I also want you to understand that regret is part of the journey. It's part of the process. Super normal. We all have those moments of regret. And unless it's really, really bad, don't hit the delete button. Just go with it. Just go with it. And just know that, you know what? It'll be okay. And you have no idea who you might actually kind of encounter or what may happen by not hitting that delete button. It's important, my opinion, to be very honest and very truthful. I think the best thing that you can do is to know your truth, know who you are, even when the whole world absolutely is against you, or at least it feels like it's against you. It's okay to still stand your ground and say, this is who I am. This is my truth. I am going to be honest. I am not ashamed. And just stare down those critics because you know what? If, if, you, are, if you ever want to read something that's about this, real quick side note, Google, it's not the critic who counts and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those cowardly critics that sit on the sidelines and want to criticize other people, I want you to look them in the eye and say, this is more about you than it is about me. Know your truth and be honest in your journey. I also want you just to let go of that P word, let go of perfection. It doesn't exist. There is no such thing as perfection. I want you to make mistakes. I want you to have a sense of humor about them but I also want you to learn from them. So don't keep making the same mistakes over and over. It is okay to learn from them, to move on. It's all a part, a part of the growing. It's all growing pains. And lastly, I want you to absolutely enjoy the connections you'll make with others. That is one thing I'm so grateful for is that looking back at a year ago, I've made some amazing connections simply by putting myself out there, talking about my journey as a professional organizer and time management coach, being super honest with people. And I am so, so grateful for those connections because I have also learned and received so much from those people as well. So again... Thank you again for listening to the One Organized Mama podcast. Stay tuned. I finally booked one of my favorite people on Instagram. And so we're scheduled to record next week. Love her. So watch my social media. I'm going to start sharing some stuff about her. Um, So One Organized Mama on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I think I'm going to try to go over, steal some of her stuff because she's just talk about real and hilarious and all around awesome. So anyway, have a wonderful week. Stay safe out there. Don't be too hard on yourselves. And I'll see you on the next episode.